Devil is amongst us. Stay back, boy. This calls for divine intervention. I kick ass for the Lord. It's November 14th, and welcome back to the House Du Fromage with myself, Casey, and my beautiful co-host, Colleen. And welcome back, once again, to a new episode of Cinema Fromage. This, our third episode, finds me sitting here spinning for time as my lovely assistant stares at me, (laughs) wide-eyed, with a little bewilderment and shock in her eyes. Well... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Don't be shy. It's too late to be shy now. We're three episodes in. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. No. So, unfortunately, since the last episode, we haven't had any feedback, which we normally uh, stick in here. So, we'll just remind you that you can find us on Twitter. You can find me at KCBGH and Colleen at... HP Colleen. Or you can email us at cinemafromage at gmail.com. As always, we'd love to hear from you, get your feedback. Uh, We've had some good downloads going on the show so far, so that's been pretty rewarding. We'd love to have you out there listening. We hope you're enjoying. Even if you're not enjoying, let us know. We're growing up, so we can handle it. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. (laughs) I'll probably cry a lot, but... You're fragile, Ego. I, I, I am very fragile. (laughs) so it's been a busy week for myself which i don't normally get to watch a whole lot of uh i've been watching a lot of movies throughout the week but i haven't been able lately because of stuff going on with the work and day job keeping me occupied and you don't watch a whole lot of movies on the side of this anyways but we do watch a lot of uh tv that might qualify as cheesy Oh, yes. Lots of TV. Because we are now, like, deeply entrenched in the midst of superhero TV mania. Oh, yeah. With some of our favorites, The Flash, uh, The Arrow, and Gotham. Yes, Gotham is wonderful. So, Gotham has been pretty great. We've been enjoying that a lot as far as TV goes. And The Arrow has been pretty good. Although, The Arrow is starting to get a little long in the tooth for me this season. They need to pick up the pace. That, and I don't really care for how they're trying to add this whole romance between Felicity and and the Arrow. And I think they did that one episode at the beginning, dear. Oh, they keep dragging it out a bit because he'll, like, drop hints. You know how I feel about you. And crap like that. And it's so stupid. Oh, please. It's stupid. Felicity, nerds deserve love, too. I didn't say they didn't. I I think they do too, but I don't think that that is a good relationship 
thing. I, it's not a, as Delaney would put it, I, she would, shot him down. I wouldn't ship it. She shot him down, so what do you got to worry about? Yeah, but I, I have nothing to worry about. I just think it's a <laughs> terrible, terrible storyline arc. Oh, please. But anyways, Arrow's getting a little longer in the tooth, but uh, hopefully they'll pick up the action here pretty soon once we get away, because they've been spoiling all over the internet that we've got a whole new canary coming up, so. Yeah. We will see if she can redeem herself, because I'm not a big Laurel fan, so. <laughs> Well, at least she's now starting to look a little bit healthier. Yeah, she does look like she's been eating and off the pills, so that's yeah. a plus. <laughs> uh, in the world of The Flash, I've been enjoying that as a lot as well. Yeah. It seems kind of like Arrow Light, though. It's a little cleaner. Well, yeah. It's well, a little more Boy Scouty. Well, isn't the the Flash a little bit more Boy Scouty than the he Arrow is. anyway? He is. I'm not complaining. It's just a different feel. But it's at the same time, it does feel the same. They've got some of the same elements, so well, that's been nice. Well, it's by the same people, so it's not that big of a stretch that it would be the very similar. In... Oh, I know. But so far, though, they've uh, the Flash has impressed me in this first season because they've gone way over, well, they've way outdone Arrow in their first season with the bad guys. Yes. They've done a really good job, so... That's been pretty cool. We're getting a lot of them, like Commander Cold. Uh, we got Grodd the Gorilla this last week, which I sound like I'm talking like I know what that means. <laughs> but I've read the Wikipedia article between now and then. so But oh, still, yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm not a Flash diehard, so I don't know that much of his history. I was kind of hoping for Grape Ape. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make a Grape Ape. I would watch a Grape Ape movie. Yes. Maybe we could recover it on Cinema Fromage, because obviously Grape Ape would fit. Yes. Oh, gee. <laughs> but finally, we've been watching Gotham, which is a lot of fun. It is very cheesy as well, but it's a good time. It's They've got a fantastic cast in that show. Oh, yeah. The writing's been pretty good. I, I just, the casting alone on Gotham, I think, whoever did the casting needs to be commended. They chose the perfect actors and actresses to yeah. portray these characters that training that they that these actors and actresses have done is just beautiful i mean i absolutely adore the little girl who plays catwoman the it, penguin is amazing the penguin is amazing and my favorite is is the the riddler i think i don't know what it is about <laughs> him that i just adore but i think he is just yeah. my favorite and donal lug's been oh. logue's been awesome in this uh season so i far. love him and anything he does though so, and even jada pinkett smith's not been bad yeah i i really enjoy her as fish and i you know it's a very interesting character i think yeah uh, so but she's been pretty good i think i like she's fit in with the comic book feel of it all so yeah that's been nice and then finally, as far as comic book TV shows go, one that I've been getting into, but you haven't been as quite as much as Constantine that's been airing on Friday nights. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I just, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel cohesive for me. They got a bad start because they ended up going in and having to reshoot the ending of that because I think that the girl that they had in there, the girl that was on True Blood, yeah. was going to be their scry. I think they decided they didn't like her and they axed her before that pilot aired and so they had to go back and reshoot it and so it's felt shoehorned and it's not quite recovered yet. Yeah, it But we've just, only seen two episodes. Yeah. So. I mean, it's an interesting. It, it, it really does because I really love um, the uh, Jim Butcher books uh the Dresden Files, and it's to me very similar in take to <coughs> to the uh, Dresden storylines. Hellraiser's been a lot around. Hellblazer has been around a lot longer. I know. Than Dresden Files. No, so but I would no, say Dresden saying, Files feels like yeah, John Constantine. Well, 
<laughs> That's not what Come I on. meant. I I started through reading the Dresden File books, and so therefore, <laughs> uh, I I like that sort of storytelling. I like the the uh, magician, uh, self-proclaimed great one who is a detective. I think that's a neat idea in the supernatural feel. Yeah. Um, and That's why it was cool when they did it with Hellblazer first. Oh, <laughs> you're such a jackass sometimes. You're so snobbish. But that's not what I meant. I was introduced to the Dresden Files before I was introduced <laughs> to the idea of Constantine and all that. So. Yeah. So, therefore, so, I mean, I like that style of storytelling. I just don't feel the show is reaching that yeah. level. It's not, mean, got, it's not gotten its sea, over its sea legs yet. It's I mean, still trying to... When Dresden Files was a TV show, that short-lived TV show, it was too cutesy. It didn't, it yeah. l- didn't really live up to the books. And that's where, you know... So, but they... It hasn't quite lived up to it yet. I'm excited to see where they go. doesn't sound like we're going to get more than a season of it, though, from the reading the news sites and stuff, so yeah. I'd be surprised. But I enjoy it because it actually, unlike the uh, Constantine movie that was out with uh, Keanu a few years ago, uh, this actually feels like the comic book. It actually has elements from the comic book in it. It's got the taxi cab, the driver. He wears yeah. the same suit and tie and everything, so that's pretty great. He's got that hairstyle. I don't think I beard. ever saw the Keanu Reeves movie, did I? No, you're not missing much. Yeah. The only thing I ever really liked Keanu Reeves in was Bill and Ted <laughs> and uh, Parenthood. But yeah. That was pretty much the same characters in Bill and Ted. But I'm not a big Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah, that's okay. Because that's not what we're talking about here this week on Cinema Fromage. <laughs> we're talking about something uh, far more highbrow. Oh, yes. Far more classy. Immensely. Something uh, far more artistic. <laughs> Very artistic. We're talking about the all new. Zombievers. Zombievers. <laughs> so stick around, ladies and gents. Grab a beer, grab a glass of wine, check out this trailer, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Here we are. Home sweet home. Woo! Make it rain, bitches. What is that? Looks like a beaver dam. Let's go take a look. You girls from out of town? We're staying over there in my cousin's place. We were looking for beavers. Well, hell, ain't we all? Well, I've had enough excitement for one day. What was that? Someone in there? There's a beaver in the bathroom! Kill it! Yuck. Can we please go swimming now? Ever occurred to any of you that there might be more beavers? The fuck? Is that blood? Holy shit! Never seen a real beaver before, close. Well, maybe you should try going down on me once in a while, but we cannot turn against each other right now. That is exactly what the beavers would want. Beavers are generally more active than I. That road's locked. We sure as hell can't get through on foot. Fuck a bag of dick! Oh, there's no way I'm jumping up for this.
So it's Sunday afternoon. Colleen and I just classed up this joint by watching a little number by the name of Zombievers. Oh, yes. <laughs> or, as you'll hear at the end of the show, Zombievers. That was by far the best part of the movie <laughs> ever. It was. If you're not familiar with Zombievers, it's an action-packed horror comedy in which a group of college kids staying at a riverside cabin are menaced by a swarm of deadly zombie beavers. A weekend of sex and debauchery soon turns gruesome as the beavers close in on the kids. Riding the line between scary, sexy, and funny, the kids are soon fighting for their lives in a desperate attempt to fend off the horde of beavers that attack them in and around their cabin. Yep, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. That's pretty uh, straightforward. I would say that the uh, writing the line between scary, sexy, and funny, they, uh, I don't think they quite achieved scary, but otherwise they did pretty good. Well, I, I don't <laughs> think they achieved sexy either, but, you know, they tried. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. So, Zombievers, written by Al Kaplan, Jordan Rubin, directed by Jordan Rubin. Uh, who I am not familiar with. This cast was a whole bunch of people I wasn't quite familiar with. Um, Bill Burr is a comedian who's got a very small part. And I believe John Mayer was the his uh, buddy in the truck. Is that who that was? Yes. So, Which you would not have recognized him. But other than that, um, everybody else in here is pretty much unknown. Um, starting out uh, this movie, the first half of this movie... No, first act of this movie. A little tough to get through. It's a little dry. It is. A little slow. Yeah. I mean, it's basically three girls have come to this cabin because one girl found out her boyfriend was cheating on her. So the other two have decided to whisk her away to get away from the situation and, and whatnot. And the token horny one, though, wants the boys there really bad. Yes. Because um, she is the token horny one. Yes. Um. So yeah, the beginning of this, fairly slow. Uh, there's a lot of dialogue back and forth there between the, all the girls and everything to set all this up. And it's okay, but there's nothing exciting in their dialogue or trade-off. I mean, it's very, very formulaic. Very, you know, you know exactly what's going to happen. You know ex exactly where everything is going. Well, that's part of the problem too, though, because... We know where it's going. We know it's coming, what's going to happen. And the only reason we're here at this movie is to see Zombievers. Correct. That's all we care about. So we have to get through about 25 minutes of no Zombievers around. No, just kind of in, you know. Yeah. Because you know exactly how they got became what they are and whatnot. And you, you know, see little bits and pieces here and there. But then it doesn't, you know. Right. It doesn't build. It doesn't build very well, especially when you're just dying to see the zombie part. And so it just takes forever. Uh, it feels kind of like, you know, Christmas Eve, you're waiting for Christmas morning. Yeah. Finally get to open your present. <laughs> and it's just one. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the one present, and then it's like, okay. Now, leading to that, though, leading up to that, we'll back up here a second. The very beginning of this movie is where we see comedian Bill Burr and John Mayer. Um, there are the, our little comic relief at the very beginning, and it's what sets up creating the Zombievers. 
Yes. So you see them driving a chemical truck. There's all sorts of jokes about texting while driving and stuff like that. Do you see that deer? Yeah, I see that deer splat. Yeah. Um, which kicks off a jar of a can of some kind of toxic waste. It just says toxic waste. And then we watch the entire title sequence, which is actually really well done. Yeah, the title sequence was beautifully done. Because it's all animated over the top of this footage of this toxic waste barrel floating down a river, going through rapids, going through all sorts of stuff. It keeps going and going. It went on an incredible journey. Yes. <laughs> floating down this river. Yeah, and you, I mean, it, it was, I, I thought the title sequence, uh, I saw who wrote, who did the title sequence because they, in the credits, but now I can't remember her name. Um, did a beautiful job. It was great animation, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, the animations of, themselves were funny. Yes. And it was, you know, kind of, it, it, to me, I thought it made me think of the old Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. It gave me, I don't know why, it made me feel like Bond a little bit. And yeah. There's parts of it. <laughs> well, it's because of the, the sight. Yeah, part. yeah, they did have gun sights floating around yeah. and stuff like that. So we had a good setup to the movie. So and they did a good job by setting it up. We had within five minutes, we had all of the origin stuff out of the way. Not have right. to worry about it. So you don't have to worry about the movie be bogged down with that. Then you get to the girls showing up at the cabin, and you get twenty five minutes of them. And you know the girls weren't horrible actresses, but they weren't doing anything to pull you into it. No, it was. Except for walking around topless. Yeah, walking around topless and, and whatnot. Uh, the scenery, the shots were beautifully done. I mean, it yeah, wasn't... It was it wasn't, well shot, but put together movie. It didn't yeah. feel like... I mean, obviously something like Zombievers is going to be something pretty low budget. Obviously yeah. direct video and whatnot. They did a pretty good job for it. It right. looks much better. It doesn't feel like it's shot on somebody's GoPro or their handheld right. camcorder or anything like that. It actually feels like it was filmed, be it digital or whatever. It doesn't feel like the camcorder it's all well laid out right the uh special effects were actually pretty decent considering it's a low budget movie yeah well yeah i was gonna get to that here in a minute there's a couple jokes here one-off jokes here in the beginning which is all right and then eventually the boys get involved they show up and that's when about the time that the boys show up it's about the time that the zombievers show up yes and i'm not going to talk a whole lot about the boys showing up because again it's just like the first 20 minutes of the movie you don't care there's right. nothing exciting about it. But then the zombievers show up the next morning after the boys show up. We have a funny sex scene jumping around the house and uh, with everybody doing their thing. And the mm -hmm. cheating boyfriend shows up, yada, yada, yada. Uh, then we get to the next morning. Everybody's swimming. And that's when the zombievers show up. And that's when the movie starts to get fun. Right. Finally. Yes. And when, <laughs> when you're sitting down to watch a movie called Zombievers, and as we said, you know what you're expecting. And... You know what you're hoping to see. Something silly, cheesy, over the top, bloody and gory, and just plain out goofy. And, they go, and we got that. So yes. it was cool. Yes. And it started out with, with pretty funny. and they then, But there's also some cleverness that comes in here, starts showing up in here and whatnot with the writing and everything. But like we see the, the, the token asshole of the group, the funny guy, the clown, with him starting off, um, with him getting his foot gnawed off in the leg. Yes, and I... <laughs> They did a really beautiful job, I thought, considering how low budget. Well, and it's not just that they did practical effects. Yes. They didn't do. I mean, there was some CGI effects. All the yeah. blood and stuff was CGI. A lot of the your blood spray, especially in the in the pond and stuff like that, it was really obviously badly done CGI with the blood spread in water. Well, it wasn't badly done. I thought it was well, decently the C done for 
for the fact that yes, this is low budget. But you know what? To just to put in mind what we're seeing and what the viewers expect, it's it's super obvious it's CGI blood. Yeah. But they've got all these puppet beavers floating around, swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. The guy's bones sticking out of his legs are really well done. Yeah. He's got really good makeup and stuff done there. And it was all practical effects, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's sort of... <laughs> we made the joke watching this, though. What's that commercial now with the uh, chainsaw wall? Uh, the Is it Geico? No, not Geico. One of the car insurance. Yeah, it's one of the car insurance commercials where the people, you know, the girl says, why don't we jump in that gra- running car and get away? And he <laughs> says, no, we can't do that. That's dangerous. We have to hide behind the chainsaw wall. There's a whole hell of a lot that on, of that going on in this movie. Yes. Like when the zombievers first show up and everybody's swimming, the, the girl who's sitting on the shore who got cheated on, then she's all whining and pouting and not wanting to have fun. And she stands in, finally gets in, stands in the water. And that's when the zombievers show up. So while the zombievers are swimming around the water, eating her friend's foot and chasing them all up and they jump on the raft, she's still standing in the water, screaming at him. Yes. To get out of the water. <laughs> a lot of things like that. They avoid the car for a long time and they get to it. So they play with some conventions on that. Um, there's a lot of subtle jokes to, the, the genre going on here right they show because you're dealing with zombies so you have a you have one of the ones i like they had your big guy set up in the cabin where these three survivors are hiding in the cabin they start boarding up the uh, cabin because the guy says we need to board up the windows and the doors and so they do they start boarding up the windows the doors and everything and about the time that the one blonde girl says you idiot zombies eat wood and then they yeah, come the busting through eat wood. yeah that's their whole job is to eat wood yeah it's their whole job and so then they come bursting through the windows so that was kind of funny yeah but once we get the zombievers to show up, everything plays out exactly like you expect, but it's fun. Yes. It's got it's got jokes, it's over the top. The throughout the movie our our practical blood and guts effects are awesome. Yes. They do a really good job. It's gory, they got some funny kills and whatnot, and they they do especially for the budget of something like this it's just really well done right well i think where where they what they did right was they didn't go for big name talent yeah to try to draw people in they actually spent that money wisely and did it on the special effects hoax uh special effects which is excellent and um they went for quality more than quantity type yeah. of thing yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't try and you know bring it up by throwing in a big name like Lance Henriksen or something right. like that. Which I know he's a horror for bad movies, but I'm sure he costs a lot of money to get his name on there. Right. So they didn't go for something like that. So you get then you end up with like a whole bunch of these puppet zombievers that are really well done and they're really well made and they're pretty funny and they're gory mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, there's some like some of the zombie uh, tropes that they didn't mess with. The only thing that drove me nuts, and it wasn't like a bad thing or anything, but nobody stabbed any of these things in the head. Right. At all. Right. They didn't hit, aim for the head at but all. But they did see them hitting them in the head a couple times, right. so I don't think the brain thing counted here as far as zombies go. But right. You see them stabbing in the neck and stuff like that, and all I could think of is, surely these kids have seen a zombie movie of some sort. Right. <laughs> but they, they never really use the word zombie. Again, it's it's one of those things where we don't know if in this... Reality. They did call them zombie beavers once. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember them saying that. They came, and it was funny too because they did flirt a couple times with them getting close to saying the title of the movie. Yeah. Zombie beavers, but then they pull away from it right when they got there, so they teased that a couple times. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, a lot of the jokes are predictable. 
But in the context of everything that's going on, they're fun. Right. This this movie could make a really great drinking game. Yeah. It could. So, yeah. Yeah, every time zombie shows up, a zombie's beaver shows up. Or, or... a, uh, you know, lewd beaver comment or joke or is made. oh yeah the beaver yes. jokes the, the beaver, beaver sex jokes. jokes are just endless and some of them are funny most of them are eye-rolling but at the same time yeah. they even make the joke though too it's like good lord they even say at one point one of the girls says enough with the beaver jokes yeah <laughs> but they keep going of course yes yes uh we had a good side character that shows up later that was a hunter that lived in the area um not even sure what his name was but he was pretty funny Smith with a Y. Yeah, Rex it was Smith Lynn. with a Y. Rex Lynn. I don't know uh, if he's been anything that we've seen before. He looks a lot different than he did in the movie. Uh, he's in Django and Chain, Rush Hour, a lot of things like that. He was pretty hilarious, though. They had a really a lot of good uh, one-liners for him. Yeah, he he was actually, because um, he was in CSI Miami, he had a main character role in that as uh. a detective trip. So he's one of their bigger names. Yeah, <laughs> he was a uh, he. He had some really great, but one-liners in his delivery was hilarious too. Yeah, to your typical redneck hunter and whatnot, but his reactions to stuff was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and um, his whole the whole uh, death scene for for that was I thought hysterical. Yeah, because they had him being held up by another character who had turned into a. Yeah. Zombiever and he was holding him up by his shoulders and eating his face and it was the it was I thought pretty cool. <laughs> and then now Colleen also then hit to like a, the main crux of this movie cuz we were watching this movie and you see the guy get his foot gnawed off but he didn't turn or anything like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking at some point they're going to have one of these people you surely they're going to turn from getting bit by this thing yeah. or anything. Well, then we see a, we see a scene with the Rutherford one of our main girls, um, Mary, whose cousin owns the cabin or whatever, and then the uh, girl, Jen, who's the one that got cheated on. And you find out later that Mary's involved with the whole cheating thing and all that stuff. And the story is there, but the subplot, it's not important at all. Um, but Jen shows up, then Mary says she's got to go lay down. Jen goes into the room with her, and you see her start climbing on the bed. And so they're setting up, there's going to be this whole crazy sexy lesbian scene right. and jen's climbing up on the bed over on top of mary and that's when you see the turn yeah which was hilarious it was very funny these and gr- I- these people after your bed of course just like in any zombie mythos you're going to turn into a zombie and it's great because they had it and they had an awesome practical effects shot where you see yes. the buck teeth chip pop out of her mouth yeah, and pushing her, her, teeth, pushing out. her teeth out you see your claws start coming out of the end of her fingers the tail was great. Yeah, the tail was great. There's a scene later where they figure out they're reading the encyclopedia and they're reading about how zombies, or not zombies, I'm sorry, beavers can, are really good tunnelers, digging tunnels, things mm-hmm. like that. And all of a sudden, you know, the, obviously the zombies are going to start showing up under the floor and they're looking around and everything. They cut back to the room where Jen, the, our first zombiever human, mm-hmm. is uh, back there. And you see her, they got even a twerking joke in there. And yeah. she's got her big ass zombie beaver tail and she's smacking it on the floor and called it. Call the other beavers. But it's obviously set up so she's twerking. Yes. But, uh, and the beavers start coming up through the floor and it's like a whack-a-mole situation. And it's, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's There's very an extended clever. Way. It's very clever the way they dealt with a lot of this. And so that, you know, it wasn't just simply, 
I mean, it was very much like the groundhog from, uh, from, oh, the golfing Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I couldn't remember that. I can't believe. <laughs> take but your it, card away. It was very much like, you know, that it wasn't, it wasn't too cartoony as far as the puppets go. They actually were decent looking. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of good shots too, where they'd show them looking out the windows, trying to see the zombie from the cabin and trying to see the zombievers out there. They had a lot of good shots of them, uh, just their eyes in the darkness. Yeah, well, what that right reminded me of, um, I was telling you I wanted to do this sometime, but I had thrown away all the toilet paper yes. rolls. Uh, you take a toilet paper roll and you cut eyes out and you put a glow stick in there. That's probably exactly and what it was. It, it looked exactly like that. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's, you know. Great low budget and, you know, yay, yeah. Pinterest. That's a great place to find uh, <laughs> special effects. On the cheap. <laughs> uh, now, as we get cr- close to wrapping this up here, th- the writing on this movie was actually really well done, especially for a low budget movie. They did a really good job because um, they did some things. Like, I already said that the plot was pretty throwaway like yeah. the subplot with the girls and the cheating and stuff like that it's all just set up to get them out there they, they don't hide the fact they don't take it over seriously or anything like that they did some really clever stuff and subtle stuff in the writing because they played with the final girl conventions big time right they set you up with this girl who you think is going to be the final girl because of mm-hmm. her situation being cheated on all this stuff and her friends taking her out there and stuff like that it seems pretty typical that is your classic finer girl she's the first to turn. She's the first to turn. Um, and then, so now you're starting to look like, okay, well, this girl Mary, who's got the cabin and everything like that, she's going to be your final girl. She's not the final girl. Yeah. It's the dirty slut that this ends up being the, the final girl. <laughs> and it's a different setup. So. It, it is a different setup, but um, the, the final scene, of course, was wonderful. Yes, they do a good callback. It was totally predictable. You could see it coming, but they do a callback to the beginning and whatnot. So it's yeah. pretty hilarious when that happened as well. And plenty gory. Yeah. And then we get into the the closing credits where you should stay. They have the bloopers, which are always fun to watch. Yeah, they do have a good blooper reel. And then they they play this uh, very stylized song called Zombievers. It's it's very, you know, lounge singer-esque. Sounds like Richard Cheese or something. And it's amazing. And it just, all it does is tell you the exact same story of what you just watched. Yeah, I mean, scene by scene, it goes through and t- and is doing this cheesy, very Saturday Night Live skit type of thing. <laughs> yes. Um, but you need to stay to the very, very end, even past that, because there is a literal stinger at the end. Yes. So I don't know if they do. I don't know that you'll see a sequel from this movie from this stinger, but they do a very Marvel-esque uh, stinger at the end of the credits. Yes. And it's uh, very literal and it's very jokey, which is, and it was a very well done joke. Yes, it was. <laughs> I, I thought it was very clever and, oh. So yeah, definitely stay through the credits there. And it's easy to get through the credits because of this lounge version of uh, Zombievers that's going on. So yeah. I'll tack that in at the end of the show so you get to hear that because it's pretty fun. Yeah. So, anything else you'd like to talk about with Zombievers? Not really. All right. Well, what would you give this? In all honesty, I would give it probably a three. I was expecting... A three to, out of five? A three out of five. I was expecting to give it close to a one or a two, but because I loved the, the special effects, I loved the jokes and the cleverness of it, it wasn't really for the writing or the story, because the story is non-existent. Yeah. But 
um, because I, I appreciated the comedy, I appreciated the special effects, and I appreciated the credits, both opening and closing credits. Yeah. I'll give it a three. <laughs> I'd give it a three, too, because, uh, I mean, I loved it once the zombie showed up. And you get into that. I love the joke. I love the way they play with the with the writing conventions and everything like that for this kind of genre, this kind of trope. They had some good in jokes, that everything. So I liked all that. I would definitely give it a three. Uh, I like the fact that they did not take themselves seriously throughout this movie because how can you take yourself seriously about a movie called Zombievers? But at the same time, everybody involved, while they may not have been the greatest actor, they all took the act the role seriously and they actually went for it. Three thing, two. Well, one thing I really appreciated though was the bear. Yeah. And then I was sad though that they didn't revisit the two dogs. Yes. The dogs, I thought, you know. I know. I would have loved to have seen <laughs> Zombiever dogs. I thought that would have been great, but they didn't revisit those. So that's two, three, three out of fives from the both of us. So I think that's a, a definite recommend. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, and, you know, I would say definitely make it into a drinking game, though. Oh, yeah, that, this is perfect for drinking and party scenes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you like some cheese in your horror. Yeah, only only for for if you're really looking for something funny, not something scary, not something that's yeah. going to, you know... There's nothing scary there's about nothing, this at all. Nothing, you know, it's a horror film, but it's not a scary horror. It's, it's just more of a really yeah. stupid funny horror <laughs> it takes itself less seriously than black sheep so if you're a fan of that it's oh, in much in the va- same vein doesn't take itself quite as seriously so it's that's way more tongue and cheap so all right that's it stay tuned we'll be back and we'll find out what we're watching next week There you have it, folks. That's our third episode of the Cinema Fromage podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion of Zombievers. Yes, yes, I hope. Yeah. Please write in and tell us what you thought. Yes, again, that's KCBGH and HP Colleen on Twitter. Yes. And cinemafromage at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to help out the show, um, giving us some ratings on iTunes and some iTunes reviews would be fantastic. That helps us a lot. So we're going to beg here a little bit, just because we're fledgling, we're getting started. We could use your help. Please. Please. Please, Colleen's tired of hearing me uh, cry. That we're not hearing from anybody. I can't handle it. So next week, we're coming back again with some more good stuff. What show are we going to watch next week? Well, let's see here. What does the magic IMDb tell us that we're going to be watching? Do, do, do. We are going to be watching 2012 classic. Well, I hope it's classic. I shouldn't speak too soon. We haven't watched it yet. (laughs) Bloody, bloody Bible camp. Let's see here. In 1977, a group of young, horny, out-of-control Christians... My favorite Christians. (laughs) ...are spending a fun-filled weekend at the Happy Day Bible Camp. Their impure antics rile up a sadistic, crazy nun known as Sister Mary Chopper. (laughs) One by one, these youthful sinners pay a bloody penance for their sinful acts. Seven years later, another group of Bible-toting Christian wannabes return to the Happy Day Bible Camp, 
all ignore the warnings from the local folk of the grisly murders that took place seven years prior. And that all was the case. Yes. Is Sister Mary Chopper dead, or is she just waiting for backsliding Christians to commit sins of the unholy? Oh, dear. I wonder if they, I bet you they end up with some kind of seventh daughter of a seventh daughter thing going. That's only seven years, though, so that would be a lot. There's a lot of sevens in there in that plot description, though. I bet you they come up with something. Probably. I bet you come, that number seven comes back. I'm sure. It's 1977, seven years, seven years, so yeah. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Woohoo! Seven, a movie that would not qualify for the Cinema Fromage podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it folks that's our uh, episode this week Let's tune in next week for episode four where we discuss bloody bloody bible camp we got some more movies uh on track for you on deck and laying in wait so we're excited to get them to you we hope you're excited to hear and if you have any suggestions of things that you think that we would should watch uh please let us know Yes, and remember those rules. It can't be a theatrical release, and it's got to be something we haven't both seen. So I know you won't know what we've seen, but send us some suggestions. Right, because you won't know until we tell you. Yeah, so reach (laughs) out there. So until next time, folks. I'm Colleen. I'm Casey. And you've been listening to Cinema Fromage. And remember, we watch crap so you don't have to. Some beavers. Scream. She tells you why you don't believe her. She saw one in the bathroom. It's no lie. It's a zombie bird contaminated by toxic goo. A random genetic mistake. They're semi-aquatic. They're hungry for you, boys and girls. Stay away from the lake. Zombievers. Zombievers. College students think they're on vacation. Instead, they're dodging beaver chompers and facing their damnation. Don't board up the doorways and windows, my friend. It won't do any good. These furry brown bastards are fully equipped and they'll chew right through the wood. Say goodbye to your golden retriever, the beaver. Yourself, you've never witnessed rodents quite like these. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't escape. They block the road with trees. Check your bodies for scratches. You can't be too careful. Their claws are a cause for concern. Yes, once you're infected, it's only a matter of time before you turn into zombievers. Spoiler alert. Zombievers Look out, they're coming through the walls Your girlfriend's chewing off your balls